Just pouring the lot. Yeah, like pills for breakfast. <laughs> Chewing them. <laughs> we Dry mouth. We've had chewed painkillers before. Yeah. It's gross, isn't it? Yeah. Fucking hell, that's rude, You get that. Look at you, how rude you are. Just stirring away like that. Why? On the podcast. Oh, 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 oh dear. No. Nearly hit yourself in the no face idea as well. I had started it. Well, and I did say, I wasn't but, ready. You know, somebody wasn't I listening. I wasn't ready. I was not listening. I was, what, was not what? ready. What? <laughs> what did you do last night? No, fucking hell, not Rob. What? Yeah, <laughs> not much. I I I made some shelving through the day wow. in the house. Amazing. Um, like from scratch or from a pack? From scratch. Oh, nice. Bought some um, four and a half centimeter by fourteen centimeter. Fourteen centimeter. Yeah, yeah. So cool. yeah, yeah. It's, well, it's it's, it's that about that thick yeah. the shelves, and I'm I've cut them to about thirty seven, thirty six centimetre lengths and putting them in between things and so I've done that and so you made like a little sh- shelf like a uh, bookshelf yeah you, you, do you do you remember my front room yeah and you got that weird like you got like the middle bit's gone in the front room where the, usually there would be a wall and you got that wooden yeah. door bit in and there's like a bit on side which never had shelves so I just put just put shelves in there so and then painted it all up so I did <laughs> took me to about half seven last night to do on your day off on my day off yeah I love it you do that's the but thing I've got it's one of these. I've just got things to do. You know what I mean. I've just got to do it because yes. there's this, especially in our house. Fucking hell! If you come around our house, just you can't get touch the walls. What do you mean? There's that much furniture and shit everywhere. What do you mean? Just you got put, you like, have furniture. a lot of like furniture. Stuff. And, yeah. So um, like, th- like there's a lot of things are, like piled up and stuff like like on some furniture. So the shelves. We put, get all the books on the shelves. We might be able to get close to a wall at some <laughs> point. <laughs> or actually, like have somewhere to put your drink. Yeah. So we, we're gonna paint it one bit of furniture and get rid of that sell it just because I can get the paint for free because I'll just put it on a job oh yeah why not sort of thing you know like a commercial job mm. just get that sort of thing and then uh, move things around so we can actually bloody get some room in there yeah it's bad though isn't it like when you're when you're doing stuff around the house stuff. yeah well even when you're working around the house I mean we've said this before because it, you can't it's not easy to get things done immediately is it no no like, it just like takes time like the floor thing and then just it takes time. Out and I started time. doing it I was like oh my god this is going to take me forever like so filling all these gaps between the floorboards yeah it just take time <laughs> it's a DIY that's the, yeah when you said that a few weeks ago I was thinking, oh, oh god that's going to take a while Good luck to that. Good yeah, luck. yeah. Um, but hopefully keeps the room warmer in the winter. You hope so. Yeah. Watch it just all fall through. <laughs> <laughs> no. To be fair, the thing is, the gaps, the stuff's quite like flexible. Mm. So it's like basically it, like cork. That's yeah, what it it's is. Like quite flexible stuff. It doesn't look dry, solid, hard. It's like squishy. Mm. And so I'm thinking, and because the gaps in the majority aren't like these ones up here, they're like really thin downstairs like tiny yeah. little it will gaps. help you'll be surprised uh, it will help loads and I, I, I don't think it's going to fall through and i think also f- painting it that'll help hold it in as well so like double seal it i reckon know. what you should do is resin the floor no yeah resin over the top <laughs> yeah just a flat resin over the top yeah man what do you? What would you use to prime this? As, as a paint owl, <laughs> it was like Rob. Paint You're not just talking about paint like, owl. Yeah, Rob. we are. That's what we're doing. Um, Zinsa. What do you mean, prime that? Prime the shelves so what I can paint. There's about eighty shelves there. And they've got stuff on. While Zinsa I get the painting, they're going to be on the floor. Zinsa bin one two three. Zinsa bin one two three. Mm. Right, there bad. you go. Zinsa bin one two three. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Sounds I like a support app for Goldie looking chain. It does, doesn't it? And then yeah. I'm just paint whatever over top of that. Yeah, any any old shit will do it. Any old that. shit. 
sound. It's all about the primer, everyone. Yeah. Get so the primer right and you can paint good jobs. That's what, that's, Rob, like when he's doing our outside of the house, he's like, just, oh, I can paint your windows. I was like, what? Rob, no, like, yeah. Like he, the PVC windows. Not your actual what? glass. Well, you could. <laughs> I was like, really? Didn't know you could do that. Well, he, you just painted our, like, uh, sills. sills, didn't you? But I was oh, like, oh, I'll coffee. just paint your sills. I was thinking, I didn't know that was a thing. And it looks good, doesn't it? It does. That was a good coffee. Yeah. You've got um, a good coffee machine, you have. Yeah, oh, we yeah. spoke about your coffee machine before. I don't know. It's good. I remember when you put the, the um, oven in. Oh, yeah, because I'm gas certified oven engineer. So is, yeah. it a, is it like a pod one that you put pods No, it's, in? it's one of those ones where you oh, like a barista thing. Hand yeah. But um, when, when you make a coffee and you take it out, it starts going like this. It goes. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> and you, you, um, and you, you obviously finished doing it and you, you sort of stood back and, it, and obviously made a coffee about two minutes before and it's going. And Tom was going, thinking there was a gas leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just clicked to the gas and there was this weird hissy sound. And I was like, that doesn't sound good. Well, it's funny. I was like, that's oh, a coffee machine. Well, I hope it is. You see, the thing is, like, even that, the noise of the coffee machine, you need that. If you go to, like, uh, Nero's or something like that and have a coffee and the machine doesn't growl at you, I feel like I'm being cheated. Yeah, yeah. I need that's part of the experience. The mm. growl. Yeah, but those machines that they've got in those, are like, they're like 15. 20 grand machines they're oh, not yeah, going to make the growling noise Rob's isn't unless I'm mistaken I mean is yours 20 grand I don't <laughs> think it is no it's just it's <laughs> that's what I mean you're not going to get like you know like a growling it has the same growl though that's what I'm saying it, may, it adds to it so I'm sitting when he says that's the coffee machine it's like oh yeah this is going to be good I wonder if you know people clear out these coffee places if they close down they never really do do they because they're just money makers like no, cost them yeah, about half a pence to make a coffee oh, and they yeah, sell it for 16 yeah. quid Co- like more than cof- a pint coffee shops don't close they Opened like uh, they opened a drive-through Costa in in Ventura Park, in Tamworth, and there's like th- four. Uh, there's already three Costas in that like retail park. park. There's I mean, already three. Why yeah. do you need another Costa? Put a Starbucks there or something. We went to. They Maybe are that's the thing. It. Maybe that's the thing. You buy a decent coffee machine and then just fucking set a shop up. Yeah. yeah you yeah. make some fucking cash. Well, we went. We we go to like uh, sometimes yeah. just have a wander down and get a coffee. It's nice to go to the coffee shop. Mm. We had a Nero's. And, uh, well, it's just common, isn't it? Like the price, but it was just like a coffee for me, whatever it was. And then Hannah had, what did you have? You have like a I've frappa macatata fra- or something? Frappe I don't know what it is. Thing, yeah. And then like a sandwich, yeah. And then they're like, £20, please. And you're like, oh, no, I think you've you've mistaken. Sorry, the order. I'm, I'm not at the pub. I only ordered two drinks and a sandwich. And they're like, yeah, 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 20 yeah, quid. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm. And then you go next door. We went to. Get to the airport. You get a pint and a, a curry for, for eight quid. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and then we went to Renato Lounge yesterday and had a drink there. And uh, again, it was just like a, you had like a, a watermelon. Iced tea. Sugar high. Yeah. And I just had a, a coffee and it was like six pounds. And I was like, well, there you go, man. There's the difference. Robbing yeah, you. They make some money, oh, those yeah, coffee they prices. Do. Like, you go, you're going in there knowing you're spending at least four quid and per drink. They and rob your probably time. probably six, seven quid per, like, any sandwich. It, and they rob your time you as well have. because you're in there and it Thank takes you. them about 15 minutes to make you fucking it. drink. You know, they, like, should like coffee. Coffee. they should do it it's, like a Guinness. Well, it's because I always order those frappes, which is like a thing. They to should make just do more like a Guinness like where they have it half made at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though it tastes probably different, fuck them. No, no, that's right. You though. get it done quick. That's what they do, innit? I forgot about that. They do that with Guinness. It's been so long since I've had a Guinness because they're about 15 quid a pint. I had a few, had a few uh, uh, last, <coughs> mon- not Monday gone, the Monday before, I think it was. Was it? It's a random night for a Guinness. What, so like I, I, at I a I went to, No, 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 like a Guinness Guinness. A couple of Guinnesses. Pub Guinness. Yeah, yeah, pub Guinness because I did a pub quiz. Come last as usual. Oh. What was your pub quiz name? Um, last place. 
That's what you were called. It's either last place or across the road. If okay. we ever do the pub quiz, it's one of, it's one of those two names because we do come last place and we do live across the road. <laughs> that makes sense. So. Yeah, I think that's what Carousel Sniper Victims. Uh, pub quiz name was what last place? No, Carousel Sniper Victim. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what it is. I'm not sure, I might be wrong. Who knows? Who knows? Reach out, ask them. That, well, you can't because <coughs> they don't do you it. You can, you can ask them. You can go, Sean, what up? Right, I've got a, we've got like a Nick pint of coffee on it. Yeah, yeah, go for it. That's what it's there for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the don't, don't give it away like that. I was <laughs> <laughs> gonna be turbo in a minute. Um, I'm drinking a pint of coffee here. So hopefully it's not a pint. That's it pretty much is. So I'm hoping that I'm not gonna go like eh, croaky coffee. You always time. do anyway. <clears throat> I feel like I am you already. You did it. You just you literally you made the second oh, no. the the no not even a second, like a microsecond passed after you said it and you <coughs> oh, I did it on purpose. <laughs> no you didn't. Uh didn't. So uh f- sorry if I get a dry throat, but it's what he needs, man. You just dry throated Tom. You need to get some lubricant. Is that your nickname there? on the street is yeah. Dry throat Tom. It's my fighting name, dry, dry throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, so uh, yeah, pop belly. That, if you ever do a fighting name, that has to be. I'm not going to fight name. That has to be, like, you've got to try Scared to boy. That, it sounds like you're, you know, like a. Tom the Fluke Boo. No, no, it's more, it's more like your Native Amer- American name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dry throat. <laughs> Tom, dry throat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, check out Pop Belly. Um, you know the deal. Uh, I haven't actually wrote down any network members you can we go and check that out. We haven't done that for a while. Uh, Ectoplasm yeah, and yeah. at least there's coffee. There you go. There's two network members. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also go and check out Retro Vague, um, one of our great sponsors. And Nicole contacted us in the week, didn't she? she SKR. Did. She's, uh, she's shelving SKR for a bit, everyone. Sad times. Sad times. She's just, just a busy lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I suppose, uh, yeah, I mean, she's it's just, hard work, doesn't she? I'm guessing she's not I don't know. I no, didn't, not, we didn't elaborate. I don't think she's terminating it, so you can still go there yeah, yeah. and like. If you want to teach her, she'll give you one. Yeah, I'm d- I don't know if she's updating any designs. So we might so. be the only SKR outlet in the planet now. In the planet, not in on the it. Planet. In it. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. She's, 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 I'll still send you stuff. So if you want SKR stuff, imagine we're that. the people to come to. Uh, and you can check us out at robotsforeyespodcast.com. Um, I think that's probably about everything I need to say. Unless you want to add anything? No, not really. No. We're going to talk about stars today. Starman. Yeah, I was. It's quite. I thought, yeah, man, we can talk about stars. I can do some research on that. That'd be fun. Learn about them because they're crazy. Supernova, black yeah. hole. Yeah, and uh, it's like quite a broad subject. <laughs> stars. It's yeah, like you're it's not going to cover. Like if Brian Cox is listening, quite, he'll be like, "There's quite a lot on, of mate. stars in the." In Should we ask him next time we do the one? Universe. Oh, he's um, he was doing. He's doing his world tour. He's in Birmingham, I think. Like. In a couple of weeks. Yeah, do you know, he's, 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 um, the biggest ever um, science gig was his, and the biggest ever science tour is his in the Guinness Book of Records. Really? Yeah, yeah. He's like the Beatles of science. Yeah, he's got the haircut. Yeah. I'm going to have to ask him to come on. Wasn't he in a band? Yeah, he was in D-Ring. Things can only get better. Can only get better. <coughs> yeah, man. That one. So he is like the ro- he's like a pop star of the, st- of s- the star world. No, yeah, he's you, a star, man. <coughs> Fucking hell, the cops are there ready. you go. 
Straight away. <laughs> I'm not going to cough. <laughs> uh, I don't know what he needs. Well, I do know what he needs. Coffee. So yeah, yeah but you don't drink coffee and then you still do it. So it's obviously not. It's maybe it's just because you don't like. You, you I'm not so hydrate. I, I, need, I drank beer last night. I think probably should hydrate myself more. That's what it is. Mm. And then it's just talking as well. Mm. I had a, um, a bottle of cider last night. What? What do you mean? Like a whole, like a massive bottle, or like a two no, liter no. bottle? No, yeah, like yeah, that yeah. for white lightning. White lightning. Remember, remember, the, remember the three liter ones you used to have yeah. like every night. Yeah. It used to like a white lightning yeah. three liter bottle. And I used to keep the bottles because they were massive. Yeah, and I used to like put like like fifty p in it and then yeah. throw it away because <laughs> I couldn't fill it. And like it's like my imagination <laughs> would be, I put fifty p in it and it's just gonna fill. Fill with fifty p. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's gonna grow it. Oh, but do yeah. you remember my? Uh, Oh, do you remember my jar of, of money? That was great. That yeah, was I do remember your jar of money. Tom, I used to, like, when we were, you know, you and I, we used to work in bars and stuff. I used to, like, put all my tips into this, like, glass jar. And I, I would, I wouldn't, you know, like, most, like, you get to the end of the night, you count up your tips and you change. So mm-hmm. if you got £10, you change them for, like, a tenner mm-hmm. from the till. I wouldn't do that. I'd just put the the, the money, the, the coins in this jar because I was like, I'm less likely to dip into it and spend it if it's, in like mm. lots of coins this jar got so full and i had like some like notes and stuff on the top tom hid them once and tried to make some. and i blamed my dad yeah good because i said to dad have you taken my money like because he was a taxi driver so he used to use, sometimes he used to sneakily like change get some, get change. some change from my jar <laughs> i like causing problems but if i can i change i, I saw him i, I counted <laughs> all of those dad. little money bags and uh Two pound fifty. Took it to the <laughs> bank, and I got. And I went. We went to. A, I went to pay for a holiday to Mexico with that jar. She's a star, isn't she? Still did that star. star. So I was like, stop talking about your <laughs> fucking jar. Like, yeah. Get on with the stars, fuck's sake. So fucking stars are mental. I mean, it's pretty. I thought they're absolutely bananas. Like even our, even the little bitch ass ones, the tiny little ones are like our son. We well, think about their insanity. Like, like life giving, isn't they're, it? They're like an over overactive child. Soups up on loads of coke, <laughs> on everything, and been shot out of a cannon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, and it's still nowhere near what a star's like. They seem like freaks of nature, even though they're not, because they're they're, ev- cl- they're clearly uh, everything. Well, they're, and they're, and they're, and they're what they're, I'm sure. I feel like they're what gives life. Well, they are. Yeah, yeah. They're like, just they're, massive they're, they're, balls of floating madness in the sky that you can't energy. even look at from a hundred million miles because they'll just melt your eyes out your head. <laughs> <laughs> anything that's like, and that's a small one yeah, yeah. yeah imagine how bright like looking at like one of those you know when you see those like videos where it it, it zooms it's the earth and yeah, then it zooms yeah, yeah. out and then here's your star and it just zooms out zooms out and zooms out to the biggest known yeah. star in the universe and you're like and that's just the ones that we've seen that's i think that and star's called UY UY scutty i think yeah and and it, you are what, imagine looking you are with scutty. your eyes at that oh yeah uh, how well, you can, but we're so far away. It just looks like a star. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but imagine if the, like the, if you were in like proximity oh, yeah. Earth to, to Sun. You'd be in it. You'd be in it. It'd just be, you wouldn't be able to see the sky. It'd just be, be a fucking ball be, of flame. You'd be just inside the star going, ah! <laughs> yeah, horizon yeah. to horizon. Star. Just fire, just a fireball in the sky. So the power they contain is off the chain. Like if our sun burps towards us, we're fucked. There's absolutely... Nothing we can do to stop it. That's the, the, the frightening thing about it. We just well, strip the atmosphere off the planet and just leave it's a like anything re- any, like a rock. Space related though, isn't it? It's like something, completely out of our control. Some, yeah, at the moment, like some things are like asteroids. There's like a certain element of like, oh, we can Im- at least imagine. 
We do have the technology to do, but we don't. Inv- we could invent the technology to deflect an asteroid, and we have. We've got stuff going out to him now to do experiments, to like just ram them and stuff like that. But we can imagine that so that, that d- like don't look up film. Yeah, yeah. We, well, they've got. I can't remember what it's called. It, it could be like Dart. Yeah, it's called Dart. It's a direct asteroid. So, I don't know. But we're trying to move one just to demonstrate that we can do it. But with the sun. Like, if you look at the ancient people, like the carvings in Gobekli Tepe, if I'm pronouncing that right, they're basically saying, keep your eye on the sun, because 11, every 11,000 years, it, it, like, burps. And you're like, okay, well, okay, if it's going to, like, do something and, and throw some shit toward, like, a coronal mass ejection or solar flare, what can we do? And there's like, well, there's nothing you can do. Well, what... Well, what, what do we... Well, there must be something we can do. Well, there's nothing no. you can do. You can't leave the star. You, you're fucked. Mm. If, it, if it wants to, and there's been instances where... Coronal mass ejections have been launched off the sun, but going in the opposite, like the other side, and going away from us. And they're like, if that was coming to, like the NASA scientists there were like a nervous laugh going, <laughs> if that was coming towards us, that would be curtains. There's not a, not a lot we can do. Yeah. Nothing, really. The power. And they, like you were saying before, Hannah, they make pr- pretty much literally everything. Uh, it sounds corny, but we are stardust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like they give rise, like currently... We are golden. If, if Imagine if the sun went out, how we'd all die. Well, yeah, if the sun went out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, it's just, we, we it's not, life isn't, life isn't possible without our star. No. But then also, we're all at, we're, we're just like at its, like, whim. You can see why the ancients used to worship, well, I'm just yeah, like I get it. as gods, yeah, because yeah, yes. they, they literally, like, if the sun went out, <laughs> you know, if the sun disappeared now from the centre of the like of our We'd all just get yeah, but you wouldn't know for like eight minutes. It would if it disappeared now, the, it would look like it's still in the sky because mm. it takes eight minutes for the sun, the light to reach us, and also the uh, gravity travels at the same speed. What what would make it just disappear? No, I, re- no. I reckon a giant cu- um, snooker <laughs> queue would come down and go, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, knock it off, yes, God's, like in red, like in God's, red dwarf, God pop, pop in the or- orange <laughs> or, or the yellow. <laughs> No! <laughs> Don't do it! It's a big game of a snooker. So the gold on your rings come from a star that exploded uh, billions of years ago. Because they make the heavier elements in the also universe. Also, we'll buy your gold. We'll, what? <laughs> have you seen that recently? What? We'll buy your gold. No. They, have, they started that up again. Oh, they? have they? Yeah, of course they will. Yeah, we'll buy any of your we'll scrap gold. Scrap, scrap, scrap not, gold. Listen, you if mental. anyone's listening to this and they're thinking don't about sell selling your gold. When, when those adverts when come on, come don't on, sell it. We'll buy any of your unwanted, unused, broken jewellery. Don't, it's not scrap, it's still gold. You can't break They're going gold. to give you half the amount of money because it's scrap. Just take it to a jeweller in, in a jewellery place and go, I want full prices, just, please. Just put it in the cupboard <laughs> and once the, the adverts stop, it's probably doubled in value. Yeah. Well, not doubled, but it's a broken a ring is still made of gold. Mm. doesn't matter if it's, it's still broken. gold. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a gold like necklace that's broken. It's, it's st- still gold. So stars form in massive, because I tried to like look into the birth of them. It's quite similar to... Like how, if you remember our, the galaxy episode we did, like huge, massive clouds collapsing. Mm. They do that, like in like hydrogen gas clouds contained within galaxies. That these these clouds are so big, even though like they're just like a cloud on Earth, but they're not. But just picture that in your head because it's easy. But imagine it getting so big that it weighs so much that it collapses on itself, like from its own gravity. Like the force of its own gravity pulls mm. in localized pockets of, of it's, gas. It's like when you watch like um like 
you know, when people put like put something on a, a wooden board or something and they keep putting it in, you go, it's going to snap, it's going to yeah. snap until it actually does. And then that's, that's, that's it. But it's doing that to itself somehow. It, hap- it happens in like localized. So if you imagine like a huge, cl- like a massive cloud, like 100 light years well, so wide. That's when ne- isn't that when like nebulas? Yeah, yeah, stuff, yeah. That's yeah. why they're born in nebulas because there's so much cloud. Supernovas. Yeah. And you'll get like a certain area, like a specific pocket of that giant cloud where it's there's more dust or gas and molecules and shit and it's heavier and more dense and it falls in on itself collapses in and goes bang and turns a star on so that's how it but also isn't 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 it where like a star gets so big that you're probably going to go into that but it makes a black hole uh i think they yeah they do that when they die when they yeah i've got a bit on it oh yeah they swell up don't they and then they explode yeah and then they shrink down and stuff because there's like a balance between they're trying to collapse in on themselves like a super massive black hole yeah imagine how big the star would have been to make not that. necessarily because it, if it was a f- a from from I mean I didn't we did a podcast on black holes but from my memory it doesn't have to be absolutely enormous because there is a limit that they can get there's there is like you know they can't just get infinitely big because they'll just collapse into a black hole so there's a limit on how big a star can be but they can just collapse into a black hole when they're over a certain size when they when they die because they're trying to collapse all the time because there's so much like gravity and mass pulling them into the central point but like they're also irradiating out um, uh, a pressure which balances so when they run out of fuel and they're not that pressure's not being irradiated out gravity takes over and it falls in it's, it's, then it's, it makes a black hole like so the ship falls into it and it gets bigger and bigger you and bigger. imagine oh, okay. something which is just you know you can see it happening just on our sort of size you can imagine it happening you're going it's going to go it's going to break or it's going to do this right Don't. Yeah. It's gonna, the bridge is going to fall or whatever and then it does but then that much pressure it makes like it just makes a porthole basically <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, what that's saying, basically man. what it's doing isn't that's it what, like, what the fuck yeah. they're saying inside a black hole could be I mean it's it's purely I mean no one knows but it's like a lot of th- like a sh- theorists say that it's potential inside a black hole could be another universe filled with millions and millions of galaxies and in one each of them galaxies is another black hole and then in them black holes is another is more universes which then contain more galaxies mm. and in them galaxies are black holes which contain universe, and it's like, whoa. It's mad, isn't it? It's crazy. So they, they kind of run, um, stars run on uh, nuclear fusion. That's what ignites when they collapse. And I was like, what's what's nuclear fusion? I don't really know. I'm not a scientist, but it's fun to read about. So because of the mad pressure inside these giant balls of hydrogen gas, gravity compresses and forces the, the nuclei in hydrogen atoms together, which reduces which uh, like produces all of the energy. So they're forcing the nuclei of the atoms together. And that's fusion, fusing them together. And uh, it literally transformed, fusion literally transformed hydrogen atoms into heavier elements like helium, carbon, and oxygen. And that's, um, and that's and when a star dies and explodes after millions of billions of years in a supernova, they're the heavier elements that burst out like gold, which gets blasted into space. And then at some point, you know, a new star will form from or in or around where that supernova happened and the planets will, will form around that new star and some of them will, will move in the orbit around this new star through re- regions of space that have gold uh, deposits in them from the, pr- the supernova of this long dead star and, this, and as the planets hit them they kind of get baked into the surface and then millions and billions of years later life evolves what, you know, it starts digging them out the ground, and that's the gold that you have on your ring. It's literally from stars that are, that are formed in like giant gold clouds or deposits of it in space. Like mad. it's mental, isn't it? Mm. Like, that and that's where it comes well, from I mean, on your space, hand. Space is just generally mental, though, yeah. don't you think? Like it's one of those things that you talk about, and then you're like, um, 
Sorry, what? It seems to have like <laughs> an oh right, yeah, an uh, presented amount of power, doesn't it? Yeah, like things don't seem like they could be possible. Like stars can spin like. 10,000 times a second. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And you're thinking, how the fuck does that, how is that even possible? What is happening there? Like, yeah, a, yeah. we've got examples of this later on as we go through in various different types of stars. But, you know, the power, I mean, for instance, the power of nuclear fusion, what's, how stars run, squashing the uh, the nuclei of, of hydrogen atoms together. If we could create that on Earth, if we could replicate that, there would be no energy issues. Like, we would be fucking sound. Yeah. It would be, but it's 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 imagine it's like harnessing the power of a star, but keeping it in a box but, basically, but in a lab and making sure it doesn't escape. Yeah, yeah. But the <laughs> thing <laughs> is, it's, it's so difficult. We've had breakthroughs. We've got this machine called the Tokamak, I think, in England, and uh, it looks like that thing from from the Event Horizon, and it, it uses magnets to con- like compress plasma into like these crazy pressures to try and force the nuclei of atoms together. These high, but we've had breakthroughs, but the re- the power required to to create and sustain atomic fusion is mad. A bit of bro science here, but the um, hydrogen atomic nuclei are positively charged and repel each other, so they don't want to go... You know when you push magnets together? And you make them touch. It's like that. But you've got, you've got to do that, but on a more extreme level. With the, yeah, atom- yeah. With the nuclei of... Yeah, yeah. of, of uh, of hydrogen atoms and when for like fusion to start these atomic nuclei have to be forced together and held there and the only place where this can happen Isn't is in the core of a star <laughs> yeah. right okay, yeah. you can't like replicate outside of that environment so to have fusion here on earth you've got to do it in you've got to recreate the conditions inside the core of a star Which like in like cambridge or something yeah, like yeah. Quite dangerous. <laughs> yeah 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 it's not so we can't do it. So yeah, you know yeah. when you push magnets together and you're like, Ugh! yeah, yeah. It's ne- like that. They're never going to. Yeah, and they're always it, trying. They all, and even when you get them together, they, they move. They 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 still never, going, aren't they? Yeah. They always repel each other off to the side, so you can't. Yeah. You know what I'd do? I'd just <laughs> turn them round each atom, <laughs> and they just go together. Then there you go, winner. <laughs> I've sorted it. <laughs> you like fifteen billion just, pounds. Just of turn it to money. the other side. Just turn it round. It'll just stick it. together. Then you don't even have to do anything. It just does it itself. Next. <laughs> so, for example, right, this is a, a kind of an example of why this shit's difficult to replicate. The temperature at the core of our sun is, I mean, I don't know how they know this, but I'm guessing it's because fusion's happening, is approximately 15 million degrees Celsius, which is like, that's just numbers. That's yeah, like yeah. a lot. Like, I don't understand mm. what that... Yeah, after what a, does, after about 2,000, it doesn't really matter. I mean, what is that? Actually, is it so <laughs> hot you wouldn't <laughs> even fucking it, feel it? it yeah, seems, it doesn't need to be any higher. And the pressure inside the sun is 250 billion times greater than the Earth's atmosphere. So it's 250 billion bar, which I think is around 3 trillion PSI. See what I mean? Uh. Madness. A car tire is like 2 bar or like 30 (laughs) PSI. Because, oh, it's a lot of pressure in there. The planet Jupiter is a failed star. And it's because it's made mostly of hydrogen, like other stars, mm. uh, except it's not big enough. It didn't get big enough to com- fall in and compress itself and then fuse the atoms together. Just, it's just big enough to like have gas yeah. floating around the core, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so it couldn't. It couldn't fuse the hydrogen nuclei together. So, like, even Jupiter can't. D- Jupiter doesn't have the power to create nuclear fusion. You're not mm. going to do it in Cambridge, are you? But we're trying. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? That's how crazy. Like an entire planet that you go outside and it's bright as fuck in the sky and you can look at it and see moons around it that are almost as big as the Earth. Earth yeah. It can't do it. No. But there's some mad lads wearing like a white coat 
in fucking wherever with a to- thing called a tokamak. It looks like from the event horizon going, let's do this. <laughs> like, I can hope you do it. Be good if you did. <laughs> also, maybe not though, because maybe you just suck the earth inside you. I don't think it will. I mean, they've had breakthroughs where they've managed to produce certain amounts of energy for like you know a fraction of a second, but they know what they're doing. Mm. I don't know. Do they though? Yeah, when yeah, you don't accidentally do that, do you? Accidentally try and make a that <laughs> replicate yeah, the, the condition of a star, fucking hell, the core of a star. Fucking hell! I think I've just accidentally made the core of a star. So I was only trying to make a sandwich. I've made, well, yeah, went, yeah. <laughs> I've made a tiny <laughs> star <laughs> in a box. Still, still hungry though. So, <laughs> pretty hell! I'm really, really messed up there. <laughs> <laughs> I read that if Jupiter was like eighty-five times its current mass, not necessarily its size, but its mass, mass right? Because it's not dependent on size. Things can be massive, it's just not heavy and enough. be weak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You yeah. can yeah. have not like, enough, like there's not enough powder in there to make yeah, it heavy yeah. enough. <laughs> then it would, like, if it's 85 powder. times its current mass, it would uh, it would become a low-mass star collapsing on itself and create nuclear fusion. And then our sun would be part of a binary star system. So two stars. Two stars, yeah, man. That's fucking cool. Uh, not five-star, though. Not five-star, two. You imagine, though, if it's on the other side, as, as you see the diagrams, <laughs> even though it doesn't work like that, yeah, it'd be sunny all the time, wouldn't it? It depends where you are, but it would <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. be, yeah. I did think about that because I've written some stuff down about binary stars. I was like, does it ever get dark? I mean, Can you imagine that, though? If, that, if it did happen that right and it was enough What's for that? us to That's live, but like one minute it's dark and then suddenly it's lightning. Well, what the fuck? Yeah. And then they investigate well, Jupiter's turned to a star. <laughs> yeah. It's now sunny everywhere. It's like... Um, all the time. Was no! it pi- pitch black? That planet that they en- end up on, that's got like three stars, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. And, that, and it's, it's like it's always, it's always light. It's like a, bl- it's, I mean, in the film, it's like a red, red, red star, a blue star, a fucking yellow star. Yeah. But then obviously it all eclipses and goes pitch back and all those creatures all come the, out. All the monsters come out then. So what's completely insane is how many stars astronomers exist in the universe. And they reckon it's 200 billion trillion stars. So if you count to a trillion, 200 billion times. <laughs> but if the universe is infinite, then... In theory, there's just, more. Yeah, yeah it does, I mean, you know, you know what I mean? Well, and also... Do you reckon but someone got though, paid to do that? Do you reckon they just went, we'll just put a massive number on it and hope that no one's everyone checking goes, that. okay, yeah. No one's checking that. Did it's you too big. count? Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's too big for them to count, so we'll just say that. Have you got my check? I think <laughs> what they do is they like measure our galaxy, and they reckon there's like even they don't know how many stars are in our own galaxy. Like they haven't got. A, I mean, they oh, haven't got a fucking clue. So how can you count it? Do so you think how many planets? Oh yeah, there are. Tr- I mean, tr- like our sun's got what? How many, uh, how many planets and moons? Eight planets, eight and then planets. like well, Jupiter's got like seventy moons. So think I, about each one of them stars potentially. I feel, I feel that question's like when you quoting a job that you don't want to do you just put <laughs> fucking a massive figure at the end of it you just gone um, just say 200 billion trillion <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah no one's going to no, question no, it no one's going to come back to you on it <laughs> yeah yeah crazy isn't it and stars also form in stellar nurseries and star forming nebulas is what you, what you were describing earlier so yeah, yeah. I think well, the earliest stars formed in like these like massive molecular clouds inside galaxies and when the galaxies form they have these huge like uh, uh Pockets of dust, nebulas, mm. and these are huge. Du- no, I said powder. I didn't say dust. What's the same? Powder might as well be. Powder. It could be. Who powder. knows? We've not been there and checked. No. Of, we don't really know. Lots of powder in a nebula. <laughs> uh, they, these, they're like huge, massive, light years wide columns of gas and dust. And you've seen them in the Hubble pictures. You saw, they look like well, the pillars of creation is one. Mm. And it's like these big. But, and there's, but there's also. But like they don't the, look big. They look like, like frog nebula and the. The one that looks like an eyeball, the crab and nebula, crab and stuff. nebula, and you know, the Orion Nebula is a, is a stellar nursery, and you can actually see that. Uh, you can see stars coming to life in in the. Uh, they just like 
Yeah, they're just like they'll be a pat like you see like a really deep image from the like a space telescope, and you and they'll go, "This is last year, and this is this year, and it's just like this dusty fucking area." And then there's like in the new image, there'll be like this pinpoint of light, and they're like, "That's a star that's turned on in the last year." And you're like, "What the fuck?" And you can see the Orion Nebula with your eyeballs if from the garden. If you don't even need a telescope. If there was such thing as God, right? The the stars, you know, like these kitchens, it's massive, and they have like like sixteen light switches on the wall. Yeah. He just goes out, he presses and, oh, fucking hell, wrong one. I'll turn that one off, put that one on. Uh, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Click. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Bling. Yeah, there yeah. it is. What I thought was crazy is if you if you go out and you look at the Orion Nebula, if you look at it through a telescope, you're seeing the photons of light emitted from that nebula. All, all them stars, hit, they're at the, you're seeing them because they're hitting your eye, Yeah. which means the photons of light from that star has travelled across space and hit your connect, you're touching it in some way. You're literally touching something it created. That's mad. Mm. So, like, we are connected. It is like a bit like that. You're like, oh, you really like you say, are. If it's, if it's like <laughs> You're actually hundreds or millions of light years away, the star's been alive a long time, but it looks like it's just been born to yeah. you, so to speak. Yes, true, yeah, because if it's like 400,000 light years away. It's to, yeah, 400,000 years and it's, and it's just appeared. To us, then you go, oh, it's actually 400,000 years old because yeah. it's just appeared. So, we, no matter how we look at the universe, we really don't know what's going on because we're looking at it back in time. Yeah. In various like degrees of back in time, you look at a star that's four light years away. That's what it looked like four years ago. Then you look at the Andromeda Galaxy. Oh, the, that's the, what it looked like sun? two and a half million like years ago. You're like, what? The sun is net seven, or, seven or eight minutes, isn't it? Eight minutes apparently. So if yeah. you look at the sun, that was eight minutes ago. Yeah, the moon's like ah. two seconds or something. Yeah, yeah. Like you, I can't even see you. Like as you are, I'm seeing you at a di- like a. a, a a kind Minutia of infinitesimal of small. Yeah, yeah. How long does it take for the light to to bounce off your skin and hit my eye? So I don't want. I've never seen you. <clears throat> I don't know what you look like. Just in like the you in in reality, like microseconds of past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, All the time. Hell. My head. Because so, even I suppose you can't even see you see yourself in no. real time because when you look in a mirror or you're looking, I'm looking at my hand. Like there's still an amount. Yeah, it's still there's still a travel time between mm. the light hitting your skin and your eye. There's still that even at like one foot. It's not going to travel that. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Yeah, it's bananas. We're just always living in the past. You're always living in the past. Although, are you? Because in your body, you're not. What do you mean? But well, to other people, to, you are. To other people, I am. But in like I've in, in physiology wise, I'm living in real time. But I can't see myself in real time, and I can't look at you guys. in Reality real time. is shrouded all the time. Yeah, like, but but <laughs> my heart, my heart, and my body is working in real time. You, but you'd hope. It'd but be nice if, I, if, it was. if I like open my chest and looked at my heart, then I'm not seeing that Fucking in real hell, time. Don't do that. But it's still beating no, but in the, real time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, if you open your chest and, op- uh, and open your heart, we'll be seeing you in in, <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the past, coffin. in the past by a tiny bit. But you wouldn't be. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, with the sheer amount of stars out there, i.e., two hundred billion trillion, you would uh, think there's a huge variation in stars, and there are apparently seven types of stars categorized by the letters. O, B, A, F, G, K, and M. And these are main sequence stars. And they range in colours from due to heat. From blue to deep blue and white. Blue, white. Then you have like white, yellowish white, pale yellow orange. And then you have like a light orangey red. <clears throat> and these colours represent temperature. So we know how hot they are by just fucking looking at them. The hottest stars are blue and the coldest it's are like the red. It's the blue flame, isn't but it? But it's, exa- really? it's exactly the opposite of a thermometer. Because yeah, you you'd, think, you'd think if you no, saw a blue star, like, you'd think it's a, it, oh, it's a coldish one. Yeah. Or something. It makes yeah. sense to me. It's like flame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue yeah, flame yeah, yeah. is the hot. 
yeah, yeah. Hot, hot, when you when you're welding or something, you want that blue, absolutely. Flame, but then white, then then kind of yellow is the cool flame, and yeah. then red is. I doubt you'd have a red flame. But well, that's what I mean. But if you look at a thermometer, they go. You know, red, hot, you well, turn your air conditioning down, cold, like and it'll blue. go to blue. Turn it up hot. It yeah, because blue's a cold color. The opposite way around. It's, it makes sense. It's a cold color that if we, you, if you're in if you're, our minds, but if you're in reality, it's the fucking hottest one. If you're comparing hot and cold fire. No, it doesn't. It makes sense if you're comparing like hot and cold, com- you know, generally. So, uh, if you think just just think about like temperature in general, it's hot. Like ice is blue. Yeah. Cold water is yeah, blue. Yeah, that's where we get it then, from. But was it then, really hot? Then the sun is and like yeah. flames are yellow and red. So that makes sense yeah. for a thermometer. Like your cold end, icy color is blue. But when it comes to flame, if you're comparing a flame, it goes it goes the other way. It it's goes, a light like, spectrum, starts, I think. It starts down at like a co- cool sort of yellowy orange colour yeah. and then goes up <clears throat> to fucking blue and white Just mad- madness colours. Yeah, don't... don't and then, and, then it, and that's only melt, invisible. I can melt metal oh, That's only in the visible light spectrum. Then it moves into like gamma rays and yeah, x-rays yeah. and radio spectrum. And then, You know, that's all got a temperature, but you just can't fucking yeah. see it because it's not in the same wavelength that your eyes can see, which is a bit... Fucking mental. It is. So the bigger the star, the more mass it has, potentially, in size. And with uh, with more mass, it burns brighter and hotter. And because of this, the bigger the star, the faster it burns up its fuel supply and the shorter its life is. So the most massive stars burn out and explode in the supernova really quickly after like only a few million or like a billion years or so. So they don't last like. They're not like life. Uh, they're probably not life-sustaining. No, they? they don't think that they will be because th- there isn't enough... Time for life to evolve yeah, because they're the just thing about it's like a Keith Moon, in. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing about sun like ours Keith Moon is it's, stars. Mm. it's like got like a, a long period of time, of not cos- cosmically, but like yeah, but that where it's stable and can support the the evolution of life. Whereas you know, it's just not going to happen in millions. It's stable in of in, years in, in, in comparison to some stars that aren't. But no, but that what I'm saying not is that it's. It's created like a stable enough yes. environment for certain, pl- like for Earth, for example, to a certain planet from a certain distance to create life and to evolve yes. life. But ultimately, the, the big ones just probably the big no. ones like no, because you <laughs> just not going to happen. No, I just feel like how far away would a planet have to be from that, like one of those massive stars, in I order to not <laughs> because, like you say, if you if you just take that huge, huge, then you have big like star that we know that's currently currently you know in our universe or whatever <coughs> but uh, you just earth would just be inside mm. it if it was the same distance from yeah yeah it'd have to be a, a, but then again you have like emissions from stars like gamma rays and like some of them are just belching out x-rays mm. so you're like well you couldn't i don't know we couldn't live around it'd just it be, it'd always just be like <coughs> see-through wouldn't we <laughs> <laughs> yeah invisible so the smallest stars in the universe on the other hand have the have mad long lives like red dwarfs which were born at the beginning of the universe Right at the beginning, they burn so slowly that their lifespan, their li- their life actually is, they can live longer than the age of the universe, like around 100 billion years, which means that all of the red, red dwarfs that have ever really be- existed, old. ever, are still here now. Yeah. You can't say that word without thinking of like that really the Red dwarf. Craig Charles. Dwarf. Yeah, Craig Charles and fucking... Classman. Lister. Met him, he's cool, he's... Literally bumped into him in festival, walked into him. I was listening to him on Radio 6 last night. I yeah. think, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the, the funk and soul. Yeah, yeah. The, I think the only one of those <clears throat> people, I've like met most of them, I think. In yeah, you have, life. yeah. Um, Danny John, what's his name? That's the one. Danny John <clears throat> Jules. I've met Craig Charles. 
Yeah. And what was the other one? Uh, oh no, there's two of them. I, yeah, I you haven't got, met Crichton. Robert or something. Robert. He's Crichton. I need to meet Crichton and Lister. No, so Rimmer. Rob Byron, is it? Something like that? I don't, don't know. know. Yeah. R- I don't know. Rimmer and Lister. No, Rimmer and Crichton are the ones I haven't met. <laughs> Crichton. Crichton, what okay. name? Reaper. I don't know. He's fucking, yeah, whatever. Who cares? So, red dwarf stars, they're M type stars, and they're the most numerous type of star in the universe and the smallest hydrogen burning star that the universe creates. <coughs> red dwarfs have a mass of about 0.08 up to 0.6, the mass of the sun. So, they're the biggest ones are half the size of our sun. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest they can. So it's pretty small. Our sun, Sol, that's what its name is. Like the it's beer. called Sol. Yeah, cool. yeah. I didn't know that. It's a G-type main sequence star. It's relatively small. It's a yellow dwarf. And interestingly, it's pretty rare. G-type stars, such as our sun, account for only 7% of all the stars in the Milky Way galaxy. So it's not a lot. Ooh. All right, okay. But still, even though there's not a lot, seven percent. Don't let that it's fool there's you. There's millions of them because still, still two hundred billion trillion or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. With all the matter of stars, there's going to be yeah, a lot yeah. of them. There's approximately five hundred and twelve within a hundred light years of the Earth, and around sixty-four are located fifty light years away from us. So that's not all of them in the galaxy. That's just some. Like here we are. How many are around us? Yeah, yeah. There's a. It's not like an overwhelming number because there's a, a lot of other <laughs> types of stars, but they're there. So if if this is a, a good, we can say okay, well, is a G, is a, a G type star good to look for for life? Well, it seems to be because we're here and it's a G type star. Mm. And okay, well, how many are they stable? How many other are out there and are they close to us? So they are reasonably close, man. Mm. So it's interesting that I thought. Yeah. There's, this, is there, there's like a little, little clan of them, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. They might just well be like dusted across the uh, the galaxy in in them numbers. So we only know that there's seven percent. Of um, of the stars in our galaxy are G type because of the Milky Way. That may not be the the case in other galaxies. Mm. It's difficult to fucking look at what stars exist in other galaxies because they're so fucking yeah. far away, yeah, yeah. and there's so many to look at. Yeah, inside another galaxy. Yeah, like it's hard enough to look inside our own when we're inside it. It's overwhelming. So looking from a dis from quite a distance at another one. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I mean that's just the closest one as well. Like, so the sun, it's yellowish white in colour. I mean, obviously, because you can you can see it, uh, <laughs> and it sits in the sky. Don't, don't look at it though. No, no, it sits in the sky <laughs> as a perfect sphere held together by its psychotic gravitational and magnetic fields. Now, bear in mind, it's not a big star. Mm. It's on the small side of things. Its size is still te- terrifi- terrifyingly big. Yeah, yeah. It's overwhelming its circumference is 2,700,000 miles and it's got a diameter of 864,000 miles so it's 109 times wider than the planet earth and it's not a big star its temperatures range from 6,000 degrees at the surface down to in the core what we mentioned earlier 15 million degrees Uh, i think the hottest star that we've ever found had a surface temperature of 200,000 degrees Celsius, which is 30 times hotter than the sun. Fuck knows what's going on inside the core. I did try to find <laughs> yeah. out, but then they start measuring temperature in Kelvin. I'm like, fucking up. Why are you doing that? It's because it's the numbers are just too it's, big. It's bananas. So it takes around, this is quite interesting, it takes around a million years for the energy created in the core of our sun to reach the surface. This is due to gra- gravity and pressure 
like holding it in yeah forcing it back so it's moving out it's it's trying it's going yeah 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 but once it breaks the surface the photons break through the surface it takes eight minutes for them to traverse that's that's bonkers I thought I thought it'd be a lot quicker than that no no millions Millions. of years to get out because it's just so fucking big and pulling everything in like nothing like to think about this planet's spinning around it falling towards it being pulled in just by its presence in space it's so big it's bent the fabric of space so planets are falling towards it what you know what I mean? been able to actually see the surface of the sun. You can look at pictures of it. It's granular. It looks like um, broken eggshells, and they move around. But these like broken eggshell bits are like fucking the size of twenty Earths or something ridiculous. It just moves, and you have sunspots, which are well, co- cooler regions. Korea, they've got a few. Oh yeah, they collected one, didn't they? They've got one in yeah. a jar. Yeah, they got one in a jar. Yeah. So like it said, it, it takes. So these scientists, they just need to go to. <laughs> Korea. John, yeah. Yeah. They just need to go and get his jar yeah, of yeah. like sunspots. That's it, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he went at night because it was less bright. That's why they did it. Darker, easy on the eyes. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so it takes millions of years <coughs> for the energy to, to, to get to the surface. But then once it does and breaks through, it takes eight minutes tra- to traverse the 93 million miles across space to the Earth where you go, fucking hell, put your hand over your beer and go, it's heating up my beer. You're like, yeah, yeah. Is, is that photon? Has been like on a mission for millions of and years. And you just block just, it with oh. your hand. You know you what just, I mean? Yeah. And the sun cream, you're like, fuck. He's like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Sun cream. <clears throat> he's, all that, his mission was like, right, I'm going to burn that fucker. <coughs> yeah. Oh, damn it, he's got a factor 50 on. <laughs> Spent millions of years getting here. Yeah, like millions, millions. <laughs> it's crazy to look up at the sun knowing that it's been burning for billions of years and it will continue to burn for billions more. That seems unreal. Like but, also, but also, just think about that, sorry. <clears throat> it's, it's that. It's that for how many millions of miles away is it? Uh, 93 million miles. And it burns your skin. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just if you sit in it for too long. It's The radiation will give you cancer mm. Yeah. from that distance. Yeah. And if you look at it, you'll go blind. It will kill you if you go outside. You'll get so hot that you'll die of heat stroke. And that's our star. Just sitting there going, <laughs> Just burning like a motherfucker. But then also a cloud can just come along and go, Oh, and electrocute you. (laughs) And electrocute you, yeah. (laughs) Mo Nature's out to get you everywhere she can. Okay, right. So, yeah, it's going to burn for billions of years, right? Billions. It's been burning for billions. It's going to burn for billion years. And it's it's especially crazy when you consider that the how, what the rate that stars actually burn their fuel is. So, obviously, they are, they're finite. They're only, they have a finite size. So, therefore, they have a finite amount of fuel. But, the amount, when you hear how fast stars burn their fuel, it gives you an idea of their sheer size. So the sun, this is, I thought this is fucking <laughs> staggering. The sun burns through its hydrogen fuel at an astonishing 5 million tons a second. It just makes you think, how has it got all that? But it's just doing that, you know, when you watch something, you think, fucking hell, you're going to run out of fuel quickly. You, that's what you'd think that's yeah. going to do, wouldn't you? Well, that's, a, that's what I mean. Yeah, so yeah. to give it some context, it's been burning for fi- it's 5 million tonnes of hydrogen fuel a second since it was created 4.6 billion years ago. And it's going to continue burning 5 million tonnes a second for another 5 billion years. It's a lot of stuff. The what? And that's not even, the a, what? Bi- <laughs> that's not even a big star. That's a, ye- a yellow dwarf. Yeah, like that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. What the fuck? And when a solar flare, it's a lot of mass. When a solar flare leaps out from the sun, it's they, they, they try to weigh it, which is I mean, how do you weigh? <laughs> how do you weigh that? It's actually, it's like weighing a cloud. I know. It, I don't know how they do, but they do. But it's they're they're usually around a billion tons of matter. Oh. Of matter. <laughs> it's just it's been mass, yeah. just been chucked out routinely. Get off! Got flicked yeah. off into space. 
So yeah, I mean, it's just the amount of maths involved in in it. You can't understand it. You can't really comprehend it. That's why I was like, okay, five million tons a second. Mm. How long has it been? How long? Ten billion years. How much uh, does a teaspoon of sun mass weigh? I have that. I have that. Good. I do have that. Good question. As a a comparison, it's going up nearly as much as a Jeff Bezos bank account. It is, isn't it? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) nearly as much as that. (laughs) So when I say burn fuel, they're not actually burning fuel they're not on fire the sun isn't on fire that's no. not that's not how it works it's not a ball of fire what you're looking at when you when you don't look at it because you'll die is is a nuclear reaction it's, it's fusion do you think, uh, would you think you would die if you looked at the sun you said it, i think you would i don't I, yeah was I it imagine. Like that, that weird didn't they used to get people crazy? and bury them yeah, in, in, in the, the sand de- in the desert so they used to do it, cut their eye, eyelids off and make them face the sun yeah, he can't even blink. Yeah. It's like being tortured by the sun. In the desert. By Sol. Uh, yeah, I know. The cunt. <laughs> Insane, isn't it? Dead, man, dead. So, yeah, they're not burning, they're not on fire. They're just sort of converting hydrogen into helium, and that produces energy, and they lose mass in the process, but, you know, whatever. So the sun and the entire solar system is hurtling around the centre of the Milky Way at 720,000 kilometres an hour which is 447,300 miles per hour or 125 miles per second. So the idea that we're sitting still now is ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. We are not still. <laughs> no, we're going like, we're like, centrifugal force is keeping us in. We're just flying around a galaxy at insane speeds. Absolutely bananas. But that's not fast compared to other stars. We're like having a gentle walk around on yeah, a Sunday. Yeah. The fastest moving star found today, so it's probably, it won't be the fastest moving star. It's just the it's fastest one, one we, we found. found. And there's a fucking lot of them in different galaxies. Uh, is S4716. And it's orbiting Sagittarius A, which is a supermassive black hole at the centre of our Milky Way galaxy. And it orbits at a, at a speed of 8,000 kilometres per second. Eight. Thousand cl- that's the equivalent of travelling from the UK to South Africa in a second, right? What kind of fucked up forces are moving entire star systems that, that quickly? That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Constantly as well. Constantly. Like, that's mad. And they won't stop. They're just going to speed up as they get closer and closer. Until they closer. Like, literally yeah, destruct. Like, just get pulled as. in, yeah, get ripped apart by it. It's, it's, it's like, what? It's like, I sometimes I feel like, Really, we're just, I mean, we are small, but I feel like we might be microscopic and they might be the big particles because it just seems unusual for that shit yeah, yeah. to happen. Oh, God, it's mad, like We're looking it? at, like, an ant looks at everything and goes, that's enormous. You go, yeah, that's because you're small, mate. The thing is, you're, like, you're basing your usual on, on, on like, s- science that exists on a very small planet, you know, uh, orbiting a smallish sun. Yeah. Like, you can't... It's not the same everywhere. It's just not the same. No, like the sa- the, the the level of physics and you know mental shit that's going on at such a huge scale compared to what we know. It just feels like numbers. So you can't. Uh, it's not. It's not really that comprehensible because what's normal and and in range of norm for us is just just we're just on like, on like the uh, sun loungers on the edge of the uh, yeah the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah chilling. Yeah. Having a margarita. Look, look at look at like um um a sink and you pull a plug out. We're like on the the, the right side, so yeah, we're just yeah. going around kind of fast for us, but obviously slow, in, slow. In, in relative terms, it's really slow. And the things in the middle are going out as they go down the plug hole, and that's what basically what's happening. Yeah, it? and the plug hole is a black hole called yeah, yeah. supermassive yeah, yeah. black hole just called Sagittarius. Up, yeah. Eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's quite a good analogy. That it is, and it's holding the entire ga- all the stars in the entire galaxy are spinning around mm. that black hole. Yeah. Like, oh my god. 
What? It's just just sucking everything in. Some but then also calmly but it. frantically sucking everything in. It's not yeah. bothered. It's you know, that's not fast. Yeah. And even yeah, though everything's like, fucking hell. But then, but then, like <laughs> we, we we can't know what happens when things go in it. No, it's impossible get, because. Can't even look at it. The thing can't is even it's not even it. a hole. It's just a. It's just a. It's like a minstrel. Yeah. It's but like a minstrel in the in the middle of a flattened disc a that flattened you can't disc see in. It's so dark, and and well, it's it, it it's so it's called a black hole because it's so dark because there's no, no, nothing that goes by it or near it can get escape. Yeah, it doesn't emit so it light. Doesn't emit anything. Its gravitational pull is so strong, not even light can escape. Yeah. So it's so black. It's just black. It's an it's area black, where an the area universe ceases to exist. That's what it or is. Or does it? Or does it just have another one inside? Well, we don't it. know what's going on. Like, the all thing. the laws of physics just, just fall apart. Do you just I'm travel through a, ho- a porthole to another dimension That's if what? you're in? I'm carrying on with the, the sink theory. So it goes <laughs> down through the tube that yeah. you don't see because yeah. yeah. yeah, it's yeah, past yeah. that. Out round goes through a filtering bit and then gets spewed back out to into everyone. A, what you're back describing out is the tap again. What you're describing into a new, is into a, a new galaxy is a white hole, which is the theoretical exit point of a black hole. So you go in and then you get launched out through a white hole. Yeah, the white hole's the tap. Yeah. What the fuck is that? There we go. Some stars have been the, pl- the plumber's theory. Even though I'm not a plumber, because so, they're like some s- the forces involved in like we were saying, like chucking, moving a star at eight thousand kilometers per second around yeah. a black hole. Some stars have, have moved in towards black holes, but be also been thrown out because um, there's this thing called the O'Birth effect that at, when you're at the closest point to a, a gravitational like field, that's your closest, closest, your fastest speed. Uh, they use it in space travel. And some stars, they come in at the right angle, get flung back out into space, but with more energy because the, the black hole has imparted some of its gravitational energy into this yes, star moving like, Fucking hell. And it flings it's like them it's out. Giving it a bit, it's like it's getting, it was a bit of coke. Now yeah. go. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It flings don't them. Come, don't carry on because you will die. So here's a bit of coke now. Leave. <laughs> but leave <laughs> yeah, yeah, very yeah. quickly to the point where yeah, yeah. You, you're thrown out of the galaxy. Yeah. You're going so fast. The gravitational pull of the entire galaxy in the black Steve hole. Back you're, not you're not bound. So these stars get launched out and they just hurtle through, not interstellar space because that's the gap between stars. They hurtle through intergalactic space. Yeah, the gap between the space galaxies. between galaxies. Mm-hmm. These stars are thrown into that. Imagine being on that on a planet around that star, and then like your astronomers. You, if you could survive it, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, yeah I'm yeah. guessing like let's just say hypothetically you don't survive going near the black hole and launched out. But you know, a few billion years later, things have calmed down and you you, you know you're in a, a stable orbit around a life emerges and becomes aware. And you wouldn't then, have a solar system. You just no, you know what it is a new planet. You just have one. You'd have your yeah, star, and, and go. you're going around it, and then you'd start taking measurements, and, and then they'd be like, "Hang on a second, we're not in a we're hurtling away from everything here. Yeah, yeah. Shit, we're not. Oh my god, we're just <laughs> la- we're just we flying just into the void through <laughs> void. Yeah, we space. Anything. We couldn't even get to that galaxy if we tried because we're going away from it so fast. We don't have the energy required to travel <laughs> towards yeah, yeah. it, so we are ultimately doomed. We're and just going to fucking disappear into the abyss. Then you get, and then you get slingshot from the other galaxies, <laughs> wouldn't you, as well? Yeah, like so you're just getting faster and faster. Going, ah! going to meet another galaxy. So the sun completes one rotation every 27 days, and it contains 99.86% the mass of the entire solar system. So all the planets and the rest of the stuff, you know, the comets, the asteroids, the dust, everything, that only takes up 0.14%. Everything. Everything else is the sun just sitting there pulling this in. You can fit roughly 1.3 million Earths inside the sun. And our star system is unusual because it contains only one star. 
and most stars from observations from uh, astronomers, so they say, uh, are binary star systems. There's like three or four or something. So maybe, two maybe, at least. Yeah. So binary, yeah, but yeah. maybe Jupiter should have been our binary there star. There we go. Blame Jupiter, the failed star. And it failed. Yeah. Which would have radically changed our well, solar we, system. Yeah, we wouldn't, we we wouldn't, wouldn't, we wouldn't be, be here. Would we? Well, no. we wouldn't be here. This is why, I know, obviously, if you start thinking about space and galaxies and like, you know, like the those mad zoom out things where you just like <laughs> you can't eat this impossible you can't even remember the scale you got you can't it's impossible to understand the scale of what's possible you know the art of possible in 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 terms of life but i do think like you know our situation is is pretty pretty rare now when you like when you say rare when i say rare you like it's not. It's not rare. Well, we're rare in the sense that there's only seven percent of the stars in the Milky Way are and also then, type So we are. Then also, I think we're rare in that. Out of that seven percent, we're in a very low percentage of ones that have potentially got a you know created the situation life of a of a planet for long enough that can evolve intelligent. Because that's the thing. It's been stable enough on the Earth to, for for you know for millions and millions mm. of well, billions well, of billions, years yeah, really. in, or in, ter- in terms of you know th- to have life evolve mm-hmm. and b- become you know and are not also, not only that but also have phases of life so you know you've dinosaur phases that we know of because there could be other stars you could have whatever category of stars that we went through earlier they could have life around them we oh, just yeah. don't know it's just but the thing is our we, example well that's it we base it on on our our situation so yeah. there could be intelligent life out there which can't live over minus 20 degrees yeah yeah you know what i mean but but it's because we're basing it on what we know of our earth yeah, and exactly. what we're like so there is a chance obviously but if we're basing it on our theory there's a lot less of a chance well you know we, what I mean? with 200 billion trillion stars if it's jupiter impossible was, if jupiter had been a star we'd have been we'd fucked, have been yeah. fucked if uh you know if there, there's so many things that didn't happen because yeah. Jup- Jupiter protects us mm. from a lot of shit. So yeah, they do say you need a big happens, gas giant or a series of big happens, gas giant planets on the outer solar yeah, system yeah. to sort so of what hoover happens up where the asteroids. You've got, where you've got like the sun and then, you know, Jupiter being a failed star became a big glass giant that was our protector rather than our secondary, you know, star, yeah. sy- you know, in the system. So, yeah, there's just so many things. The order that yeah, it happened yeah. in, you know, it just, I feel like you look at, what, oh, the if si- the sun oh, the didn't systems. do that gamma ray burst, whatever, you know, yeah, four you billion years other, ago? If you look at other systems, yes, they've got planets and yes, they've got... But it, I feel like there's a very the specific set of circumstances that oh, have happened is, yeah, yeah. to allow this one planet to... Yeah, to I think you're right. ...complex life to this level. Now, I'm not saying it's, it's, it's obviously going to happen. There's going to be this system replicated Somewhere, in that yeah, order yeah. with that many gas giants and that many planets millions, millions and billions of times, of yeah. times yeah, yeah, yeah. over. Okay, yeah, but the thing is, you're right, but the numbers are so over... Like, say there's 500 billion stars in our Milky Way galaxy. It's something like that off the top of my head. And 7% of them are G-type stars. Let's just say no life can exist on anything except G-type because that's the example that we've got and we know it exists here. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so we only look for G-type stars. And let's just say only 1% of them have them really, really special circumstances. There's still going to be m- millions of yeah, examples, then, even no, though no, the percentage is small because listen, so, the numbers are so listen, big. Then you start talking about the percentages of 
the Earth itself. That's just talking about the solar system and okay, well, the structure. So if you're talking about the Earth itself and all of the things that happened on the Earth that had to happen in the right order for life to exist. Yeah, in our circumstance. But l- listen to this, right? So the planet Tatooine in Star Wars, I think it's called the planet Tatooine, that's part of a binary star system because, you know, you see Luke getting out and walking across the desert and then the two weird stars and the thing. And astronomers have actually found planets in stable orbits around binary star systems and they think that 50 to 60% of binary stars are capable of supporting habitable terrestrial planets within stable orbital ranges. There's a binary star system in the constellation of Draco and one of the planets there called (laughs) T0142b. It's in a stable orbit and it's believed to be an ocean world. No land at all and they can tell that by the light bouncing off it like it's fucking water. (coughs) So there could be like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there could be, you know... Advanced aquatic life there, you know what I mean? There yeah. could be like things with supermassive shark things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And living in a binary star system, it'd be cool to look up and see fish two people. stars, fish people. Yeah, we just don't know. This is the thing we just don't know. So, do this is a bit of a random one. Um, how big is the the solid part of Jupiter? I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't it's not, not it's like not, its core. Yeah, like because there is a solid part to Jupiter, mm. isn't there? Well, there's like a yeah. I well, think it must be at the bottom. It's just yeah, but there's something that that's causing enough gravity to keep the gas within its grasp. Mm. It has to be. It can't just be a I'll have to cloud. Look of at that. Yeah, I think it something. has. I think for some reason, some I think it's metal, got a, heavy li- metal. a liquid uh, metallic core. Yeah, yeah. A liquid hydrogen metallic core or something weird like that. Okay, here we go. So there's approximately one trillion planets in our galaxy. So, like, even if you gave 1% no, of them a chance, just, it's still, it's, like, fucking millions like, and millions like and millions with, of civilizations. It's like with anything, you know, any when, when any n- large number of things, a very small pote- percentage of that is still a very large number. It's an overwhelming number. It's like, you know, the coronavirus, there's 8 billion people on Earth. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, but only 1% or only only half a percent or to one point two, you know, 0.25% of people died. People. That's still a fucking lot of people. A lot of peeps, man. Yeah. So so my my answer to the question apparently is that we don't not yet know if there is a solid surface exists on Jupiter. Jupiter's clouds, though, to be around 30 miles thick. Below this, there's um, a 13,000 mile thick layer of hydrogen and helium <laughs> 13, so, so that's what they know but yeah. they don't know if there's actually a, a hardcore hardcore we don't know hardcore. what's in the middle of it it's obviously yeah. so, but there's got to be like something at the centre of it that's keeping it something all more held dense together. but, but yeah. it, may, it may not yeah, be a, yeah. a solid thing I suppose but no, I just thought there was like a solid a thing and it was just like loads it's of it's got to be heavy though yeah, yeah, heavy yeah. mass whatever's at the air centre of it you has to be so? heavy in mass to be able to Create enough gravity to hold it to hold it yeah. together. Well, it's like a pro- like it's like a proto star. Then this is like mm. this is a star that didn't turn into a star. Yeah, yeah. And it's, they it's, it's from like it, the buttons not worked on the light yeah. switch. They've tried right. it. And it's, not, it's not worked. Yeah. yeah, they didn't chuck enough yeah, coal yeah. onto the yeah. bonfire well, to the, get hot enough. Yeah, and yeah. It just didn't. Uh, and it's just, and it's just like just a gas thing now. Yeah, it's it's ready. It was building up with the gas to become one. The engine and then it just, And it just went. Poof, it didn't work. The uh, the, the ignition. It just gone. Ah, oh, we've still got a load of gas. We're gonna have to. Leave it in there for billions of years. <laughs> that's as it is now. Yeah. You're yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. Millions of moons around you. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. So the sun seems constant in the sky and reassuringly stable, but it's not. Back in the day, the dinosaurs saw the sun as a much dimmer object than it is today, and it's getting brighter as it ages and approaches death. And astronomers have observed... Well, it's going to expand as well. Yes, so it will, yeah, yeah. We, it, 
earth is doomed ultimately. So you look at our sun because like, well, we've been life's been here for like billions of years and it's it's stable. But astronomers have observed other G type stars kicking off and like chucking massive solar flares and corona mass ejections out and vaporizing other worlds and shit and just basically kicking off. But um, they can be moody. G types can be. Ours is just behaving itself right at now. the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, yeah. cosmically. This is. It's probably only been an hour that it's been behaving, and we've only been here. You know, 10 seconds to yeah, observe yeah, and go, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it hasn't kicked off in the last 10 seconds. It must be stable <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not yeah. really humans. You just need to look at it for a bit longer. Wait till it gets hungry. Yeah. Wait till it has a cold and sneeze. Or hangry, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll live approximately 10 billion years. I say live. It'll, you know, it'll be there for approximately 10 billion years and it's just over halfway through its life. So it's in midlife now. It's got about 5 billion years. After that, as Hannah was saying, all its hydrogen will be gone. And the sun will expand possibly up to 250 times its current size, meaning the surface of the sun will reach out and stop just before the planet Mars, <laughs> which is mental. Which, and, yeah. it, and it becomes a red giant at that point. So Mercury, Venus and Earth will be annihilated to atoms and no one will ever know that we were here. So how many times has that has occurred? How many civilizations that did may great have, things yeah, may have been absorbed? Just completely got erased from it. Like there is no evidence of them there i mean unless they sent probes out like voyager or some shit that you no, can find it yeah yeah, yeah. i mean find something if, from the past yeah. you'll, f- you'll see the plaque on it it'll go these are the directions to our our, our planet and yeah. then you look at it and go oh dear your son's oh, by the way massive yeah, you're gone. Was, yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're gone yeah it's bad in it so not all stars expand and like bloat up to to be like an elvis presley type star some of them are like jihadis and they just go yeah get which is fucking right. let go and blow up in supernovas. Um, giant cosmic explosions that enrich the universe with increasingly new, new heavier stuff. elements. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay. like it's, uh, it's really interesting. So like um, supernova are like fireworks exploding in the night sky. Like different colours indicate different elements. Like, you know, like a white firework has got magnesium and a blue one's got copper. So when we look at a supernova <coughs> exploding, <coughs> like my throat. When you look at a supernova exploding, the colour, the, the shit that comes out of it, we can go, okay, well, there's loads of copper coming out of that. Yeah, so, you know, because yeah, of, of the elements, <laughs> you can work it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So only massive stars, bigger than our sun, can go supernovas. Small ones don't contain enough energy. And when they do go supernova and explode, they literally throw matter into space. Uh, some have been read at um, 25,000 miles per second. Which is, again, what? You know, so are we just too small? Is mm. this like, these are normal speeds? Yeah. For shit in space. It's mad, yeah, isn't yeah. it? And the shock waves from these explosions can travel across, like, huge distances, interstellar distances, and hit, like, stellar nurseries and nebulae, and they can compress that dust. And make more stars. And make more stars. Yeah, yeah. From, like... From the pressure of it. Yeah, from, the, from huge distances, like... So, yeah, you need, you need these explosions... You need that oh, energy yeah. in order to. It's like a little, like you know, it's like the the stone that makes the ripple, isn't it, in the water? Yeah, yeah. Everything is connected, man. You can't, like, you, you know, that wouldn't happen unless some energy from external energy, like, made it happen. Yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, you needed an input, something from a distance. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so in that scenario, that it's the human throwing the stone into the water to create the energy to create the ripples. Yeah. So that star exploding sending out its its shock waves to to sort of nudge some powder i'm calling it yeah. in in a nebula 
and then that's and, then, and also enriching it with some elements and go, and then it starts making sh- shit happen. Mm-mm. Well, the thing is, it's like unknowable that because potentially there could have been a star sitting in the Orion Nebula, which went supernova billions of years ago, created a shockwave that hit the stellar gas cloud that the sun is now it, it part of and compressed it and forced the sun into existence. Mm. And now we're here because of a supernova mm. a thousand light years away. You know, you just, it's unknowable. It's crazy, isn't it? But yeah. quite mad. So supernova occur when a massive star collapses in on itself when they run out of fuel. So imagine seeing a star shrinking in the night sky and then collapsing and then like a, br- a blinding white, pure white light of energy blasts out, <coughs> blasts out and it explodes. <coughs> My oh, you're throat. doing so well. I know you're I getting, was. You're getting through I'm drinking water now. Maybe that's what it is. Also, what happened to... Did, did you throw my bottle into a star? I what know happened it, to it? Well, I dropped it. Did you... Di- oh, right, so <laughs> you got really annoyed at someone for breaking your bottle. <laughs> you just poked the bottom, <laughs> can't you? I was just like... I tried to put it down yeah, the other yeah. day and it was like... I've got to stop drinking coffee, everyone. Sorry. I don't think it's the coffee. I just think it's when you chat... Like, when you talk. Yeah, I think, think so. Because you, 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 do, you do it when you have <laughs> <'Cause> a coffee. <laughs> I was disappointed. Like. I'm, dis- I'm, I'm not angry. I'm <laughs> disappointed. So, yeah, like, they explode, like, in pure energy. It rips out. And astronomers have measured this. They've actually seen supernova go off by chance and look directly at them. And for a microsecond, the core of a star going supernova, they reach temperatures of, of a billion degrees, a billion degrees, which they say is possibly the hottest thing in the known universe. We don't know what, how hot inside a black hole is. So obviously, if you live near a star, a billion degrees. A billion degrees. Oh, that well. well. What's going on with the elements? How is it a billion degrees? What is what is burning? It must, it must just like vaporize everything. Yeah, there can't be nothing that survives that. Surely, it's a, it's a new type of heat. I think. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it's like a, yeah, it's like a gun. Yeah. So if you live near a star that goes supernova, that's a pretty bad day for you. Like if you're yeah, that's anywhere just near it, that's like you know just. Nothing left. You dead. A billion degrees. And when I say near, you don't have to be well, near. Well, no, you know, to something left. You just you'll die. Dust that then helps seed life somewhere else, maybe. So, like, if you're a tr- if you're a t- it's like near. If you're near a supernova, when I say near, it's like no, down the road, trillions and trillions and trillions of miles away, light years. That's close enough mm. for you to be in Fucked. the in the dead zone. So that's like entire star star systems will get Was wiped they, out. Did they say that Beetlejuice is going to do that? Beetlejuice, yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice. It's been going dim. It's getting brighter and dimmer. Like you can, like massively so. Are, we in, the, are we in the dead zone? No. no, 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 no. So the safe distance away from a supernova is thought to be around fifty light years. Any closer, it's, 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 it's curtains. Yeah. Any closer, it's curtains. <laughs> fifty light years, which is really, really fucking far. Yeah. Really far, and that's that. That's the danger zone. So one light year is six trillion miles. So just multiply six trillion by fifty, yeah. and you should be okay at that 30, distance. Thirty. 30. 30 what? Trillion. Six tri- oh, yeah. Is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I what you said. 30, 30 something. <clears throat> it's a long fucking don't way. I maths. I can't do maths in my head. 30 <laughs> billion, trillion, <laughs> zillion. I don't know. Still a long way. No supernova have occurred within a 50 light year radius of the Earth in the known history of mankind. Thank fuck. Uh, the most recent supernova visible to the naked eye was supernova 1987 on 1987A in the year 1987. Makes sense. Uh, and A being the first one of that year, in case there was more, but there wasn't. And it was approximately 186,000 light years away, and you could see it. It's just bananas, <laughs> the distances. Before that, the last supernova visible to the to the eye, to the eye, 
was um, documented by Kepler in 1604, and it was about 20,000 light years away, and it shone brightly, than, more brightly than any star in the night sky, and it was, invis- it was visible during daylight. So you could go out, you'd have the sun, and you'd have this fucking moody thing in the corner. This fucking bright white light just appearing. Yeah, which is just, which is just a blown-up star, unfortunately. Um, the Crab Nebula is a remnant of a supernova. So you can look at the Crab Nebula, and it looks like a... Well, it's like a nebula. A crab? Looks like a crab. And it was... Um, the, Ch- the Chinese actually saw this explode, uh, and they recorded it on the 6th of April, 1056, and they called it a guest star because they couldn't see the fucking star because it was so far away. But then all of a sudden, to them, without a telescope, there was a new star. Like, if you zoomed in, you would have seen yeah, fucking yeah, millions more. giant, yeah, yeah. massive explosion going off. So there was a contemporary guest star to mm. them. And like, we know because they, record, recorded, they recorded where its position was. And then, like, years later, we're like, oh, let's just turn the telescope around and look exactly where they told us to look. And there's the Crab Nebula. Mm. So we're like, oh, they saw that. Fucking all, yeah, it's, it's mad. So there's no fif- no stars within 50 light years radius of the Earth that are capable of destroying us. But there are stars within that radius that could go supernova, but they're not big enough to fuck, fuck us up. They'll just look cool in the sky. So on average, a supernova explosion occurs within 30 light years of the Earth every 240 million years. So we'd have to be very... Lucky. Or unlucky. Unlucky. To see one. Like the dinosaurs saw one. Like So mm. we might... I don't know. You just have to know when the last one was. Like the clock could have started, you know, a thousand, two thousand, three thousand years ago, which means you ain't going to see one. Yeah. One to watch is uh, IK Pegasus B, which is 150 light years away. It's like our sun, good candidate to explode. It's part of a binary star system as well. Oh, nice. Okay. So the people living around that star are probably just going, ah, shit. That, that one's going to blow. We need to fucking frantically figure out interstellar travel and get the fuck away from this. <laughs> but we've got to get really far away from it really like, far really quickly more than 50 light years because it doesn't matter if you leave you see what I mean like, this, the, mm. like you were saying before they're like gods it doesn't really matter we need, like, we leave need to do 50 system. light years but we only can yeah, go 20 miles still fuck you up 20,000 miles an hour yeah. that means millions <laughs> of years yeah you better start now yeah just sometimes jump. it's hopeless. also you've got to figure out somehow to not like oh no if you travel at the speed of light you, <clears> don't, you don't have to worry about time do you no it's instantaneous if you travel at the speed of light yeah, yeah. the biggest supernova ever recorded happened in uh, a galaxy far far away 240 million light years away and it's the most luminous supernova ever seen it was a hypernova um and i suppose it would have to be pretty fucking luminous to see it from 240 million light years Mm. away so no stars not all stars sorry expand and explode and fizzle out some of them collapse back in themselves like you were saying han and form black holes and astronomers think that most black holes in the universe formed from the remnants of a of a large star that died in a supernova explosion so the one at the center of our galaxy probably did that and then just started sucking other stuff in and got bigger and bigger, increased its mass, increased its gravity, and then everything starts falling towards it. Yeah. So the size, this is, I thought, again, everything about this is mental. The size of stars varies massively. The big ones are so, so big, it's almost incomprehensible. It's hard to, it's hard to picture in our minds. Like, the scale is beyond me. So the sun is enormous, right? You, you can it's fit like 1.3 million Earths or something silly like that, wasn't it? But on a, ste- on a stellar scale, that's... It is literally like a grain of sand. Mm. The largest star yet to be discovered is UI Scuti or mm. Scuti. Um, it's a variable hypergiant, which means its luminosity changes. It gets brighter and dimmer over a 740-day period. So to us, it looks like a giant pulsing, pulsing. Scar, a star in the sky. And it's fucking massive. You could fit five billion suns. Oh, my God. Suns. And how many, how many bi- five millions, billion suns. How many millions of Earths can you fit in the sun? 
one one point three million or something like yeah, that. What, so, like, how many Earths? That's just com- trillions. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. Earths. That's, in That's Earth. insane. It's isn't like it? this is a thing. It's <laughs> like stuff you can't comprehend. Do you yeah, know you what I mean? Like, you can talk that. about it, and you can kind of like mm-hmm. try to imagine it. Yeah, but. And you can look at these videos and go, whoa, like that's insanely big. But just, you can't really. Like that's it's insane. Literally, it's bonkers. nuts. So our sun is a variable star too, and it changes its brightness by 0.1% over an 11 year cycle. <coughs> so we see this like change in luminosity, but, yeah, but we don't notice it with our eye. Mm. <coughs> but that will increase because well, no, it's so bright. Because it's such a small change over a long period of time. Yeah. And uh, UY Scuti, Scuti, it's S-C-U-T-I, whatever. It lies near the centre of our galaxy, which is the reason why I don't think it's the biggest star in the universe, because it's in our galaxy. What are the chances of that? It's just yeah, the yeah. biggest it's one that we can our, fucking measure. That's the one we can see. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell, I yeah. know. See what I mean? When you think yeah. about it, all this big s- stuff is in our galaxy, and you're like, no, nah, it's not. It's not. It's so hard to look into, because our galaxy is relatively small as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's compared not a big one. To, compared to some galaxies. So imagine oh, the yeah. big ones. So if that's the biggest thing in a mm. small galaxy. So the Milky Way, it's, it's sitting at the centre of our galaxy. The Milky, it's roughly 9,500 light years away from the Earth in the constellation of Scutum. I think it sounds like Scrotum to me when I say Scrotum. that. Its radius is 1,700 times bigger than the Sun's. In kilometres, <laughs> it's nuts. It's 1,188,000 uh, 1. uh, kilometres uh, wide. So that's 0.7 three million miles and its diameter its diameter is an enormous 2.3 billion kilometers or 1.4 million miles the star is seven astronomical units across right and an astronomical unit is the distance from the earth to the sun so if you put ui scuti in the uh, dead center of our solar system and replace the sun with it its surface it would engulf everything all the way out past the planet saturn and some Mm. that's how big it is imagine a ball that big <laughs> and that's what it is and we don't know how old it is astronomers think it could be only a few million years or up to a billion because it's a massive one they live young but yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's quite a margin for error isn't it a yeah. few million or a billion oh, yeah, yeah what it could be 26 or 96 trillion it could be like yeah, it could be like 2 million <laughs> or 4 billion you're like, okay, you don't really know then. But because it's so massive, it lives fast and it dies young. Uh, and massive, because we were saying before, yeah. massive stars burn, few that few their fuel fast as fuck. Uh, and they think that this star's got 10% of its life left, which could be any number if it's between a million and a billion years old. We don't really know. Um, and the location of UI Scuti, deep within the Milky Way's galactic disk, suggests that it's a metal-rich star. Um, and this means as it ages, its core will begin to produce more iron which will disrupt the balance of gravity and radiation in its core, which will result in an, uh, uh, a supernova and, and a fucking and a big, big one, yeah. a big explosion. They reckon it'd be as big as uh, 100 supernovas when it goes off. So you, don't, oh. you really don't want to be anywhere near this. Nowhere. <laughs> no way. So not all... Um, it's not all stars are big. Like I mean, some of them are absolutely massive. By comparison, the smallest stars are tiny, like really, really fucking small. Even compared to the Earth, the smallest stars are called neutron stars, and they are weird as fuck. So when a star, which is between eight and nine times the mass of our sun, explodes in a supernova, it blows off, or it can blow off its outer layers, <laughs> and it'll leave behind a dense, collapsing, stellar core 
just a star core hanging in space. Mm. And that's a neutron star. In the first few seconds after the star explodes and turns into a neutron star, the energy released is equal to the total amount of light emitted by all stars in the observable universe combined. In that second? For a split second. Like, what the fuck is... G- I mean, it's brighter than all of the stars in the observable universe combined for a split second. It's <laughs> in power. Imagine <laughs> if you blinked on that split second, you'd be all right. <coughs> yeah, you missed it. Don't look missed at it. Missed it. Oh, no, fucking I missed hell. It. So the smallest neutron star we know of goes by the catchy name CXOU J085201.4 slash 461753. And it was discovered. That's easy to remember. <laughs> it was discovered by the Why German. Why such a long number? It's just, I don't know. It's just a category. I don't, where they categorize it. Which part of the, star, of the sky is it in? Well, I don't know. You know what I mean? What? Image was it on on the on what day was it discovered? It's mm. fucking I don't know. Just call it like Octorus. That's better. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah, I like them names. Dave. Um, it's good Dave. Yeah. Yeah, it was discovered by Rosat, a German satellite, and it's about one point two kilometers wide. What? <laughs> what? So isn't, isn't tiny. Is it's tiny, yeah. Belches out mad X-rays and very little is known about it. <coughs> Neutron stars are incredibly small and incredibly dense stars. And they are ferocious little things. They contain typically two to three times the mass of our sun compressed into an area like... Of one kilometre. <laughs> one kilometre. So imagine getting three of our suns and then just shoving it to, into an area between like here and the fucking shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It, it you know it doesn't seem real. The ball of power. Yeah, yeah, raw power. Yeah. Well, so get this is what you were saying about the sun. This is bananas. A teaspoon of a neutron star can weigh up to six billion tons. <laughs> a <laughs> teaspoon because it's so massively like Dense. compressed. It's like there's just everything in our sun, but like you say, yeah, uh, yeah, just just a like a, two miles wide. So uh, a teaspoon of the sun weighs two no, not kilograms. Like two mi- it's, part, come, no, it's about sorry. a mile wide. Mile wide, yeah, yeah. A teaspoon of the sun weighs it weighs, weighs two kilograms. Two kilograms. Oh, okay. So, like, for that, if and that teaspoon of like of a neutron star, it's not stable, right? It contains neutrons, yeah, yeah. shocker, and apparently they break down into protons and, and electrons fast. So this hypothetical teaspoon of a neutron star, if you were to bring it to the Earth, would explode instantly, release, releasing the same amount of energy that our sun releases in three seconds, right? Our sun produces 384 septillion watts of energy per second. Septillion. <coughs> it would do three sounds, times that. In, yeah. in, sounds like a creature. <coughs> a teaspoon of a neutron star would destroy the Earth. It, like the power of these things is insane. It's like a tiny little ball uh, doesn't look like it's, it's like you know, it's like the new version of a nuke. Yeah. Go and scoop a bit of that, put it in some mad container, and drop it down somewhere. Like a te- teaspoon would just if that be it. All life gone, <coughs> nothing there. It would just destroy the balance of the solar system. A teaspoon of this shit is <laughs> mad, isn't it? And that's not even a black hole. No, no, that's that's <coughs> absolutely insane. Yeah, but that's it's just a mental. <laughs> it's just a mental amount of mass, isn't it? In yeah. the really tiny, it's like, it's like gravity. I'd really like to hold it, <laughs> but not because it fuck me up. You wouldn't be able to hold an atom. So the uh, to put the strength of a neutron star's gravitational field into perspective, this is again what if an object was dropped, like a tennis ball was dropped from a meter on Earth. So if you got a tennis ball and dropped yeah. it, 
it would hit the ground at 4.4 metres per second or about nine yeah, miles yeah. an hour. Easy to visualise. You just yeah. drop a tennis ball. Boink. Yeah. If you drop that tennis ball a metre, say you're standing on a neutron star yeah. and you drop it from <laughs> a metre, that tennis ball would hit the surface of, of the star at a speed of 1.4 million metres per second or 3,131,710 miles an hour. So it just go, boom! Yeah, it'd be hitting, hitting the surface it. at 3 million miles an hour. You wouldn't see it. It would disappear. <laughs> it just... It would just disappear from view. It'd be, it'd be in your hand and it's suddenly on the floor. It, w- it wouldn't be. It, they wouldn't. You wouldn't see it. And you'd, it would. <laughs> it's, impo- it's like an impossible amount for your for your eyeballs to it, actually it, see. No, they wouldn't see it. It's no. like instantaneous. It'd just be in your hand, and next minute it'd just be. It's as like flat as it can be on the floor. Is yeah. that when we were it's talking still about its way into the ground? And <laughs> is that when we were talking the about this like slow mo cameras? And we were, we were talking about like when you pop a balloon, and like you know the the the. The amount, if you slow it down enough, when oh, you yeah. pop a balloon, just you can't see it. It, ha- it happens so fast, you Bang. can't see it. But if you slow it down enough, you'll see like, you'll see, even then that the stuff, the, the the fucking rubber disappears so fast that you're left with like the the water behind before yeah, the or whatever the vapor. It's like that. You would just it's incompre- un- incomprehensibly mm. fast. It's you, mental. You, would, you just disappear. It's mental. It would just, you'd, you'd open your hand and it would be just, just not there anymore. So um, neutron stars, they actually do have an atmosphere, but because of their insane gravity, their atmosphere is like a foot thick. Like on Earth, ours is like 70 miles. There's yeah. is one foot. That's where it is. And they spin at insane speeds. Uh, they're beautifully named PSRJ1748-2446 AD. Rotate, get this, 716 times per second. Which equates to forty three thousand rotations a minute. So there's a star that could destroy the Earth with a teaspoon, spinning forty three thousand times a minute, just going, just sitting there, just spinning like a motherfucker. Because it's small, it'll last a long, long time. It spins at twenty four percent of the speed of light at the star's surface. But you wouldn't, if you stood on the surface, you wouldn't, you wouldn't get flung light. off. You wouldn't get flung no, off into space. Because the gravitational pull so powerful, you'd be, you'd just be standing on it, right, just going, what the fuck, yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, the or would you would you feel it? <laughs> you'd be dead as fuck. Well, you would, well, you'd I be mean, dead. But, but in this you, theory, you, right? We're talking. About, we're saying that we can stand on a neutron star. So yeah, would you feel it? Because like you don't feel. I don't think you'd feel you like you're being feel pulled. Like you'd be like now we're, on Earth. We're sat, we're sat here now, and we're travelling at that. That's because you live on the Earth. If you, miles an hour. If you, li- if you could live on a neutron star, it'd probably be the same as this. But the fact is, everything would be moving so quickly around d- you. Yeah, you don't feel you, the spin, and you don't feel the speed at which the Earth's travelling. Yeah, but if you so went to Mars, you'd feel it. You'd feel different because it's it's an alien no, world. I'm, no, I'm I'm talking about if you were like Born nati- on it. native to the star. <laughs> star person. If you listen, if you're standing on a neutron star, you got to be native to it. If you're born on a neutron star, you can't. If you're born on a neutron, you got you know you got to be native to it because you can't just stand on. If if you you know you just be smushed into like I couldn't stand on Jupiter, I'd just be smushed into the floor, going <laughs> smushed into the floor. Do you m- imagine if you're born on a neutron star and then you come to Earth? You just do you know how strong you'd be? Yeah, yeah. You'd, be yeah. Mad. you'd, be like you'd just be able to go right. I'm just going to do a step. Which is, which is why, which is around why the world theory, about six times. Fucking hell! In theory, like you know, the whole Superman thing, the super strength when it, it is kind of <coughs> it's kind of logical if you think about it because he's from another planet. Do you know what I mean? Mm. He he's he's there's like potential for him to have tr- you know for his body and his bones and everything to be on a heavier planet. Yeah. So when he comes to Earth. He's just like fucking super. Weight's super easy. Strength. Yeah, he's everything like weight doesn't weigh anything to him, and he's, yeah. you know, he's long fucking, jump. He I'm not sure about jump. the flying, but 
Yeah, the flying's a bit outrageous. It's a bit outrageous <laughs> but but they could do a long jump, which would with a standing yeah, yeah, long yeah, jump yeah. more than anyone could do when they're doing a full on long jump. You could exactly. just do a standing one about 40, m- 40 Here's the meters. Moon. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Jump onto the moon. Yeah, 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 yeah. People coming back from from like long periods of times on the space station, they're like they're weak because yeah, their bodies have like adapted mm-hmm. to the less less no well no gravity. So the magnetic fields of neutron stars are like tens of millions times greater than the sun's, and their spin rate is what gives them their intense magnetic fields. Mm-hmm. So you can't take metal anywhere near them. Just came over. Yeah, Make yeah. a spacecraft out of metal and go near a uh, neutron star. You're just gonna get, s- gonna get <laughs> It's hard to describe magnetic field strength. It's a bit esoteric because like speed and distance. Everyone can kind of understand that and size. Even at massive numbers, everyone get their heads around it a bit. But the strength of a ma- magnetic field, it's like, what? You know mm. what I mean? Just It's like <clears throat> trillions and trillions and trillions of times stronger than a fridge magnet. Just, just yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want to get two of them together. They might, they might f- fuck you up. They, uh, the surface temperature is about a billion degrees Celsius. Uh, a million degrees Celsius, not a billion. That's crazy. And they fire out... Um, jets of superheated plasma from the poles, the north and south poles, into space at almost the speed of light. And they emit powerful X-rays and radio kind of emissions. And that's how they're found with radio and X-ray telescopes. And because you can't see them optically because they're so small. Mm -hmm. So when astronomers turned on these Mm X-ray telescopes, they were like, what the fuck is that thing screaming into the abyss over there that we didn't know existed? And interestingly, because they're so small and and emit only X-rays, they can only be found with modern day technology. Oh, right, okay. And what's more, they're only detectable during the earliest stages of their lives, like the first few million years. After that, the X-rays reduce and fade away. And because they're like a couple of miles wide, you can't see them from 10,000 light years or whatever, so they disappear. There's 2,000 known neutron stars in our galaxy, known, so there's probably a lot fucking more, because we don't really know how many stars are in our galaxy. And also you can't see them after a certain point. Yeah, exactly. So like, you could only see the newer ones. Just bump into one when you're flying around. Shit. Good good job we're not in the X-ray laser. (laughs) Yeah. Otherwise we'd be fucked, wouldn't we? Uh, The nearest is called Calvera. It's about 617 light years away, so no need to panic. There's, you know, it's quite fucking far away. And they make sounds as well. Um, stars make sounds. Fucking hell, help me, I'm burning. Yeah. The, the biggest stars make the lowest, deepest sounds. I'm fucking dizzy. Uh, but the small stars have like really high-pitched sort of squeaky sounds. Mm. And some of them sound like the clicky noises that whales make. And some of them sound like machine guns. Mm. Others sound like, you know, when you plug an electric guitar into an amp and it does that buzzy shit. I'll, in fact, I'll get some. Yeah, I'll talk amongst yourself a second. Well, I'll just find that one where you said that they're two, <coughs> no, two <coughs> knocked together. It's like not what <coughs> you would expect. All right, okay. Two knocked together. Neutron stars. Yeah, yeah. like two neutron stars yeah, like yeah, hit yeah. each Sometimes other. Sometimes they do. That must be some mad. I know. <laughs> That'd be even more mad, like superpowers. Well, but the sound. The sound is excellent. Okay, this, this is a, a collection of um, star sounds. Okay. That's the veil pulsar, and it rotates 11 times a second. That's, a, that's the clicking the, sound. It's the worst way to put the sound in. <laughs> Sounds like a machine gun, yeah. America. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's the crab pulsar. That just sounds like a generator. Sounds like it's blowing up a... Um, you know, like a, a burger van, or, yeah, burger van, or a, or like a bouncy castle in someone's back garden. It's rotating thirty times a second. That's that clicking. 
This sounds all like. Oh, that's like the amp, yeah. This is rotate. This, these, it's a, a twin. Or a really angry bee. Yeah. <laughs> it's, there's a bee stuck in a spider web. This is rotating 174 times a second. Or 50. 50 um, 50cc motorbike going as fast as it can. Oh, that's like a... Fucking hell. Okay, uh, you can hear that. <laughs> this is a pulsar and it's rotating at one-seventh of the speed of light. That's the sound shit makes when it spins that fast. This cat does not like that sound. <laughs> I did like that video. If you like this video. Do the one that you showed me the other day. That was brilliant. Pulsar's the colliding. pulsar colliding. Uh colliding was pulsars. That, or was it, oh, is it pulsars, not no, neutrons? neutron stars. Yeah, because it's, <coughs> it's a good sound because we were just talking about the neutrons. It's, it's, it's um, just not what you'd expect it to be. It's mad. It just, just sounds like electrical carnage, doesn't it? it? Does, That's what yeah, it sounds yeah. like. It's just like, it's the sort of sounds, or oh, adverts, oh it's the sort of sounds that you would expect from, you know, from space, isn't mm. it? Like, yeah, yeah. It's sort of very electrical. Sort so of considering sounds. neutron stars are like really aggressive, like a teaspoon of them, and you like fucked. <laughs> this is the sound of two neutron stars colliding. <laughs> it just goes whoop at the end. Whoop, <laughs> yeah, it's mad, isn't it? That like you'd expect it to go fucking bad. Yeah. It's like whoop, whoop. It's that mad that this, this shit happens out there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not stars, but that's you know. My waffle on stars for a bit. That's bad. Just at least trying to. I mean, it's not stars, but it is, but it isn't. It's not all stars. It's not all, all stars. I mean, we're back like it's just like brown ones and. Uh, yeah, when what? Where do you draw the line yeah, and stop yeah, talking yeah. about? Because like, there's fucking more stars than there are grains of sand. Yeah, it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> Although, funnily enough, America's more dollars in debt than there are amount of stars in our galaxy. That says something. That'd be true. It? I think I think we are as well now. <laughs> it is mad, isn't it? Fucking throat, man. It feels feels fine now. It's, I don't know why I do it. I think it's just loads think of it's talking. Because you don't do it when, when I notice you don't really do it when not I talk a lot. When it's my, you know, my turn and I'm talking, yeah. doing the main majority of the talking. It's you. It's when you're doing your, your throat's like what's the fuck? I know. Maybe I'm wearing my throat out. Maybe it's fucked. Anyway, oh, that's um, that's that was stars. Stars, <laughs> yeah. Guess. <laughs> no, a a nice one to end on though. Yeah, it is funny. Isn't it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. I wish I really could. <laughs> it sounds like a drip. I've, I like. Re- I make the side of my mouth hurt trying. All right, slags. Go check out Podbelly. Check out everything that we've Let's mentioned at the beginning. Retrovay. Check it out now. Check out RobotRosePodcast.com. Yeah. Go to Patreon uh, if you want. Buy a think. Simple. If you want some extra content, Patreon's there if you want it. Yeah, yeah, man. Cool. Oh, it's only an hour and twenty minutes. I thought it was going to be a lot longer. All right. Well, I'll uh, see you next week, slags. In a bit. Bye. <laughs>